is up, gamers? Hold on to your headsets for a new episode of This Week in Esports, the one and only podcast made by esports fans for esports fans. This week we have hot takes in COD, G2 is under fire, and the HCS is expanding. Tune in and don't miss out on what's happening this week in esports. Woohoo! Damn, I love every time you do that. I it gets me pumped. We talked about it last week. It's my favorite it's my favorite oh, part of the week. Can you believe we're on number seven? Time flies. I know. Like I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, four we do once a week. That's not a lot. But like if you think about it, the time we it takes for us to like think about it and we talk through it every single day or we like send each other news things that happen throughout the week. Yeah. That's seven weeks of just thinking about this podcast. The more impressive part, honestly, is the work that you put on to make, like, we talked about this, and in, like, two weeks, you had everything fully produced in order for us to make this podcast. (laughs) I think that's what's more impressive. Shout out to Fiverr. (laughs) Facts. Facts. Fiverr's got our back. I know. That's how you get, like, a full team without actually having a full team. It's great. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) All right. Are you ready to talk about some Call of Duty because of what happened this weekend at the Optic Major? What am I not ready, Kiana? Oh my god. I feel like everybody's talked about it but us so far. And I'm finally excited to like get into it and talk about it and just like Here we go. From a fan perspective of holy shit, what the fuck just happened last week? Nuts. <laughs> Literally nuts. I mean, okay. like COD, dare I say COD is back? Oh, COD is back, baby. Vanguard I- has never looked so good. I actually made this comment the other day because I hate when people complain, but they're like, I, I was talking to my boys. I was like, dude, everybody's sitting here complaining about COD sucking and the whole comment section is eh, Vanguard yeah. sucks, but yet we're breaking viewership records. And my boy brought up, he's like, yeah, people don't complain about shit that they don't care about. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. Like all these people are still COD fans. They're just yeah. complaining. Well, yeah. No. They're still watching. Bro, we complain every fucking week. We do. Yeah, it's literally like, but we complain for a reason. Yeah. It's like, shit needs to get fixed, but we we need to show the, but at the same time, we have to show Activision and Microsoft and the CDL that we support this and we want it to be better. So fucking make it better. Because now look, we showed out, now it's your turn. And it's, I mean, it seems to be working, I won't lie. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I, I like how it's going. I mean, what was it? They got a, it was an average 143K and peaked at like 183. Yeah, that sounds right. Honestly, like I I was most impressed too of like the whole tournament. It wasn't just when Optic was playing. It wasn't just the Optic phase match. Yeah. it Like the whole tournament had good viewership, uh, especially day, day three and four, which is huge for COD. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of people just don't watch day one and two solely because, like, there's nothing really high stakes yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you go down into the elim- – like, some teams lose, they go down to the elimination bracket, but no one's really lost out yet that you didn't think was going to lose out unless something, sure. like, crazy happens. But, like, it, I think it's when it gets down to, like, oh, now these teams are not going to be in it at all that you want to start watching. Well, and also, I mean, it's this is the first major that we had. Yeah, we had the kickoff classic, but that obviously is going to have low numbers. Um, yeah, because but this was the first major. 
No, but even back in the CW, nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, but so little people were watching the actual pro league matches. Yeah. So now, and that's that's what the qualifiers are, that they're calling them qualifiers, even though everybody goes to the tournament. So this was really the first test of, like, what's the viewership going to be like this year? And it, it proved to be fruitful. Yeah, I think it's insane, and I'm excited to see how it continues this year. That I don't know how you're going to match that Optic Major, though, solely because they sort of got to run it. TST was like a part of it was we didn't even get to see is yeah time going in and hyping up the crowd every now and again Mm -hmm. or screaming their asses off or being they were like sitting with the crowd watching that last game and it's just like who do you know that's like in the other majors like like maybe rocker rocker loves the CDL and loves yeah loves his fans so I think rocker's definitely gonna show out but the other majors i don't know what's gonna happen well also in the case of the rocker major they're bringing something new to the table with the challengers open tournament um i just saw on twitter that's already sold out like they're sold out tickets for the open tournament which is huge so in or you're right because optic did it so well in true optic fashion and true envy fashion honestly and they they own the stadium or the arena so they could do it their way so Rocker's bringing something new to the table, and I think that that'll help keep it fresh and maybe bring viewership and attendance up more. Now the question is, you know, what is New York going to bring to the table? What is Toronto? Even Toronto might get a big fan base simply because it's the only one outside of the U.S. Yeah. So it, I mean, it, it, yeah. It, London it draws and, a di- Yeah. Yeah, London and Ultra are very – any European fan, any fan outside of the U.S., roots for London or Ultra. So Yeah, I mean, it definitely, like, pulls in New York – It'll be it. I guess it'll be interesting. Now we'll see how big of a fan base Boston builds before the New York. Because now you have two teams that are up there. They're close. Yeah. Um, I know some of your boys at Deserto are like big Boston fans, and so you know the New York major is big for them. So we'll see. But I definitely think that each major needs to bring something new to the table in order to keep viewership alive. Yeah. Oh, and the, yeah, that New York major is a Boston major. It's a, yeah. it's a Boston breach major. The, unless New York somehow figures out what the hell is going on, it, it's a Boston major that For happens sure. to be in New York. And watch it be in New Jersey anyway. Like, watch, yeah. like I don't think they'll have, they can afford a venue in New York. I 100% think it's either going to be in the suburbs of of New York City or in New Jersey, for sure. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But, all right, let's get down to it. So, we know Optic won. Optic wins. Yeah, Optic wins. We saw the reverse sweep. We saw uh, everything that went down and, like, just seeing Shotzi and Bruce going off. (laughs) the mvp uh question is going around and speaking of reverse sweep since i had something to say on deserto reverse sweep about who is in contention for the greatest of all time the goat of call of duty and i take serious issue with this claim (laughs) yeah i mean hey his opinion teach his own i i saw his um he was going off on his Twitch account yesterday about it. 
so in essence he says simp is the greatest of all time seth is number five here's here's his list if i remember correctly yeah. from one to five it goes simp crimsix clayster karma scump yeah which i don't disagree that those are the top five if that makes sense yeah but in, in i think order is what you're thinking yes okay because even i mean listen even with simp I think Arcity's name could be in there. I I see what I see what Sensor is saying yeah. based off of pure talent. Yes, Simp is a generational talent. But he brought up two major points that I just disagree with wholeheartedly and I have to bring up. Yeah. The first point is that he said Simp is playing in the best talent pool of Call of Duty. He said that if he would have played back in the day when Scump and Sensor and Aches and all those guys were coming up, he would probably have maybe five majors or five champs at this point. I don't disagree. However, mm-hmm. we are, yes, in individually the best talent pool. Yeah. But we're also, we have to start realizing that maybe in a year or two here, we're going to have to start to split Call of Duty into the pre-CDL era and the CDL era. And we cannot sit here and look at 2020 and 2021 and not remind ourselves that there were five viable teams, maybe six. Only half the CDL was viable at every tournament. And if you disagree with me, you're just not looking at the statistics. It was Dallas, FaZe, Ultra, sometimes Optic, sometimes Rocker, sometimes new york yeah so if you take out the sometimes it it was a it was a pretty three to four team race yeah and now this is like the best cdl has ever seen and guess who lost guess who lost also let's not forget and i know that people don't like this argument the last two seasons he got to play two full seasons basically online that you're very you're very right about two full seasons i didn't even he only he only has as of 2021 and i think that this might be off by one or two Mm -hmm. he only has eight event wins three of which are online one of his two yeah champs wasn't in person last year was it no no one of his two champs was online the one he lost was online Against Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also, he won with his first one with the United. Mm-hmm. He was with Arcides, who once again has more overall wins than him and the same amount of champs. So yes, talent-wise, he's not as good as Simp. But if we're going by statistics, he should be above Simp on the all-time list. Yeah. He also won it with a BZ. He also won it with Clayster, one of the greatest leaders of all time and number three on his list yep the second issue i take with this is if we're gonna discredit skunk's early years as sensor kind of did by saying well if simp played back in the day he would have had five champs by now oh yeah okay stream he discredited saying that mw3 was like a nothing year nobody played it sure i could and i don't like it's like 
Which I don't disagree. I don't yeah. disagree. The game has changed a lot and the talent pool has changed a lot. However, you're going to put Karma above Skump on the list. Now, I love Karma. I will always call Karma the GOAT because he was the first to have three. And Krim has only won two on LAN. Same thing with Clayster. He will always be my GOAT, even though statistically he's not. However, if we're going to talk about how Call of Duty didn't used to be as good, okay, the new era... The new era. Mm -hmm. Karma retired. The dude didn't win anything. Skump just got his 30th win in the new era. With three semi-fresh players, under five-year players, and just outperformed the guy statistically that Sensor is claiming to be number one. Yeah. And it's not like he said, well, Simp's number one, Skump's number two. He said it was like the LeBron-Michael debate. No, it's not. Because people who say LeBron's one, they say Michael's two. And the people that say Michael's one, they say LeBron is two. You said Skump is fifth. Yeah, and his Out argument on stream was it's not about the chips. It's about the rings. And because Simp has more rings than Skump, that's why he's fifth. Which, okay... I get it. All you care about is the ring. That's why you are you're, you've lost all this money and you're you're in challengers and you're trying to get back so you could win the damn ring. I get it. Mhm. Mm but it's not always about that. If you're talking about the best player of all time, you're not saying the winningest player of all time. You're not saying the one who has the most rings. You're saying the best player of all time. Correct. Which in all of time which Simp has not been in all of time. Yeah. In all of the time that competitive Call of Duty has been here, statistics show that Skump is better. Skump is... is He is king. That's why we gave him the nickname. It's not some stupid... That's why Simp is a tiny terror and Skump is king. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't disagree with his ending statement where he said that in five years... Yes. yes. Simp will be on top. 100%, brother. That could happen. Yeah. I'm still not 100% sold on that idea because, as we saw this weekend, Simp can have a bad game. So unless he's going to be on a team with Arsity, Zabizi, and Celium for the next five years straight, yeah. I'm not 100% sold on it. But we can't be saying this yet. No. This no. is too early. It's like, th think about it in basketball terms. Like, if you said, like, Skump was LeBron, Kobe, Michael, whoever. Yeah. And then you say S Simp is LaMelo Ball. And you're like, LaMelo's the best of all time. He's been in the league for two years. What the fuck? Bro, slow down. Yeah. And and the way, the argument of, oh, no, but, like, he'll he's so good. Like, if he was back in the day with LeBron and, and Kobe and blah, 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 he would have done so much better. He would have, he would have, he should have. Bro was born in 2002. No, he's not going to yes. do anything. Like, wait for it. I get it. He could be. Could. Yes. He's not there yet. And I'm fine if he puts Simp in the top five. Like I said, I respect yeah. that. If you want to go, if we're talking, you know, now I get it if he's only going by rings. And this isn't my list. But if he would have come out and said, Crim6 at one, Clayster two, Skump three, Simp Four, Karma five, just to respect Karma as the goat and keep yeah. him in the five. Yeah. 
fine by me. Yeah. Or even if you said crim, clay, simp, scump, karma, I still would disagree with it, but at least you can make a statistical argument for it. One to five is just disrespectful. There are hot takes, and then there's just disrespecting the guy that you came up in Call of Duty with. Now you're in challengers, and he's winning majors on land. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's what rubs me the wrong way. It's like, bro, I get it. You are trying. I get it. You gave up your fucking girlfriend. You gave up everything to be in fucking Call of Duty. I get it, yeah. dude. And I I respect the grind. 100%. I fucking love Sensor. I watch him all the time. Yeah. But bro, I love this. Honestly, I kind of love that Sensor's going fucking rogue. It's, it's funny as hell. But... Dude, who you've been with Skump this entire mm -hmm. time. You're somehow in challengers and he's winning majors. Yep. Why are you talking? I'm, <laughs> but like it's his opinion. I'm all I for a it. hot take. I'm all for a hot take. I really <laughs> am. I I truly am. However, there's a hot take and they're statistically just saying garbage. And what he said was just not, like, there, there's nothing to actually back up his statement. Besides, I mean, hey, Simp does have rings. and He has two! Simp so if we're going based off rings, there's three guys above him! Yeah, tr very true. I don't get the argument. I, I, like, who do you mean? There's no statistical argument for Simp yeah. to be at number one yet! To, to defend, I'm not defending him, but to, like, be devil's advocate for Sensor here. Yeah. He, like, I think he's talking about, like, He's gotten two rings within three years. Yeah. Which, or like four years, or when, it, I don't know, Sim, uh, this like is, that this should be his fourth. Fourth year. Okay. So, like, I get it. He's gotten two rings in a very short amount of time. Great. So did Karma. Still a goat, too. But you didn't, you don't put Karma at one. You don't put Crim six at one. Like Scump, Crim, and Karma won eighteen tournaments in a single season. But they didn't win the chip. Okay, there was also a much larger yeah. team pool. Yeah, but uh, that you, you had to beat. I know. I I agree with you, but I'm saying going <sighs> no, I know. on. I know. On his like mindset here. Yeah. It's all about that chip. He doesn't give a fuck about the the. It's all about the ring. He doesn't care about the chips. And I get that. I do. And, yeah, I get it, too. Of course, like, if I lost every fucking major in the world, but I won the ring at the end, I'm gonna look back at that year and be like, fuck yeah, this was amazing. Same way Envy probably does, or not Envy, Evil Geniuses. Yeah. Same way fucking, uh, like, who was it? Optic won a bunch of majors but didn't get the ring. Like, it's... You and they like don't really talk about that year that much. Yeah, it was a great year, but they didn't get the ring. It, I, I will say, to play devil's advocate to your devil's advocate. <laughs> yes, Simp has been in the league for four years and he's won two two champs, and I, that's nothing we can take away from him. If he wins a third, I'm all for putting him at the top. I really am. Yeah. However, Clayster has also won the same amount of rings as Simp has in those same four years. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. And he's a veteran, and everybody, everybody will say that it's more impressive for Clay to keep up with these youngsters than it is for a youngster to be this good. 
Oh, yeah. Everybody expects the new kids to be this good. Clayster is a veteran, and he won two in the same four-year span as him, one of which he beats him. Yeah. So, so how I, is Clay not on top? True. I don't understand Censor's <laughs> thing here. I don't get it either. But that's what I'm I, know, I know you're just trying to play devil's advocate. I, just, I came in with some heat. No, I no. saw that you I... put this as the bullet point, and I was like, <laughs> "Dude, I 100% agree with you. I know Sensor's on some hot fucking shit right now, but he's he's stomping in like dog shit right now with this. Tape. He is on that papanya right now. Yeah, like when I heard that shit, I was like, "Oh, what the? He just wants attention. I think he does. But Which then, sense- but then it's he doubled down. Gig. Yeah, but then he doubled down, and I was like, "Oh, he really believes this shit. Like, no, it, he." wholeheartedly thinks it and hey man yeah good on him i guess I, uh... house challengers hey i mean you might need to fight him in the parking lot if he's gonna be at the challengers open and, oh he'd kick my ass have you seen his biceps <laughs> i know right <laughs> i haven't i haven't seen the inside of a gym in maybe since pre-covid yeah I'm getting my ass whooped. <laughs> I might ask him to rip the sleeves off my shirt for me. Yeah, dude, he's kind of <laughs> scary sometimes. Because he'll, like, in the middle of a game or, like, in between games, he'll just go to the the back of his room and just start doing pull-ups. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck dude is Dude is this? snorting game fuel. I didn't know it was possible, but he's doing it. That's on some fucking American psycho shit. Like, I Correct. was like, whoa. Hey, Correct. yo. But all right, enough about censor. Should we move on to the two the two roster changes that yes. have been made in the CDL? Yes, yes. Okay. London and Paris are two EU brethren. It's true. It's true. Um, so on the London side of things, the Royal Ravens have picked up Paul X on a two week contract. He's just filling in for Gizmo temporarily while Gizmo goes home to feel uh, to deal with some family issues. Mm-hmm. He did read um, about is, these before. Yeah. And, uh, like, kind of not blaming it, but mentioning, like, hey, this is going on in my life, and I feel Mm -hmm. like this is why we lost in the major. And I get that. He needs to go do his thing. 100%. I I hope Gizmo gets everything figured out. And, yeah, yeah, Paul, I mean, this is is kind of a win-win, to be honest, because Gizmo gets to go deal with family stuff, which he absolutely should. Um, And Paul X was on the London Royal Ravens, so he's coming back to his old team. And also, Paul X has been in the conversation for roster switches all over the CDL. So yeah. this is just a great week or two for him to be like, hey, y'all, I can play at a high level. And, you know, he knows that it's a temporary thing. Gizmo will be back, and it doesn't hurt anybody. It's not a major. It's just the qualifier. I I hope everything's all right, but I'm also really happy for Paul X. Yeah, I want him to show out. I really hope he shows yeah. up this, at this major, and I hope... a I don't want Gizmo to be out of a job, so I hope a different team picks him up. Maybe NYSL. Maybe they need to make some changes over there. I have a hot take for NYSL's pickup. I just fucked this up. There you go. Wait, say it again. I said I have a hot take for NYSL's pickup. Okay. And it, it has to, I mean, what is it? I, listen, it's really a hot take for any team, but I, I need Colt Havoc back in the league. Havoc. He, has, yep. he has to be in the league. Texas Nation, the Challengers team he's on, yeah. has won the last three tournaments, and in the Elite Series NA, he dropped a 1.96 Final Series KD. The dude needs to be in the league 
I'll get off my soapbox. I could talk about Havoc all day, but yeah. that's my hot take for NYSL. Yeah, I mean, I think Havoc should be in the league, definitely. I just don't know where he'd go. I feel like some of these rosters are very, like, set in stone. Besides yeah. Paris and NYSL. That's why the yeah. the only other team that might switch is Florida, but that's the team that dropped him, so I don't think he's going back to them. Maybe Seattle. Seattle needs something. Something's not right mm. there. They Actually, yeah, they need, what is it? Seattle has Vivid, right? No, that's Florida. Oh, that's Florida? Fuck. Yeah, no, I think Florida should pick him back up. I'm thinking Florida, sorry. I think he would help them, but they dropped him for Vivid, so I don't really know if that'll happen. I think they need Could, to switch. Though. I think they, oh, they do, back, and that would be great for content. Are you kidding me? So it's true. Yeah, so I'd love that. But on to Paris. Yes, I want to talk about Paris. Yeah. Uh, so Paris Legion, they drop fellow uh, for Jimbo. This was predicted. This was talked about when they dropped, um, when they dropped Desi. Yeah. So kind I of think everybody this was already leaked. Sort of. This was yeah. leaked. Uh and once only one of them were switched out, there were kind of two theories talked about, one of which was that there's a rule in the CDL that you can only switch out one player pre-major, which would make sense to me. Or the other thing is that Jimbo might have been having uh, trouble with like his visa, and so they had to keep fellow um, until Jimbo could get his visa figured out. But everybody knew this was coming, and unfortunately yeah. fellow just did not show out enough at the last major to change their mind. This was pretty set in stone pre-major one yeah i think it's i i also have a different theory of why mm. uh, like fellow was stayed and jimbo didn't go i think they were trying to give fellow another chance yeah or the it's like to take out half of your squad and put in two new people before a major i think the team chemistry would be way off i agree so i think that's probably why they're staggering it if it's not the other two reasons you said yeah no, 100%. I mean, everybody was talking about Gravity last tournament. Um, and I actually made a video on this, but everybody was talking about Gravity last tournament because he's the rookie, and they can't really talk about rumors on the desk. But really, it, for Paris, the tournament was more about Fellow than it was about Gravity. They had already made that decision. I agree with you. I think that they were maybe hoping to hang on to Fellow. I, yeah, I, I mean, Fellow was trying hard. He was. He knew he knew his spot was in jeopardy for sure. Yeah, so I think it was like I don't know. I could be a little like, half and half. Yeah, I mean, fellow was trying really hard. Yeah, I, you could see it. You could see. And he, he, so I think there he was played a really well, and then you know, I mean, they did win yeah. one round. They they won a game against Surge. Yeah, I think so. It was one of the only games that you and I violently mispredicted i think most people did so yeah i think if they would have won a little bit more if they got like mm, cup six yeah do you think fellow would have stayed do you think they would have kept him D depending on his uh individual performance he there was i believe there was an s and d uh and one hard point where he popped off and he helped him win it in the second series and then the the or the first series, and then the second series, he kind of dropped off. So, yes and no. It wasn't really about team, uh, team play for me or team, um, how the team ended up. I think it was all about personal performance. Yeah, 
I think so too. I think it's. Mm, I just hope Paris does better. They're not doing. They're so they're real, they're the only team that yeah. is really at the bottom right now. So I would love to see Paris really make it like twelve competitive teams. I'd love that. Yeah, I think. It, I just want the teams to be more competitive in a way, and not like same thing with NYSL. I feel like there's got to be some changes to make this more competitive. Like I get it. Like every league, even like traditional sports, has um, teams that are teams that are shit. I mean, the Browns were shit forever. The Detroit Lions are shit. Like I get it, but I yeah. feel for like the CDL, you want that to be as competitive as possible. You want viewers to watch. Like people don't watch yeah. Paris. Are there even fans? No. Like, I've never seen someone with a pair of skin. I've never seen a fan of pairs. I don't, like... No. Well, and also, I think that's that's partially... I, I, I don't know a lot of... I don't know a lot. Like, we know the EU Call of Duty scene. Like, we know that London is a big Call of Duty city. Yeah. I've never really heard of Paris slash France being a big Call of Duty city. Other than Hydra coming out of there, like... Yeah. Since when have we heard about French Call of Duty players? Yeah, it's insane. Like, I just don't know. But, hopefully they, Jimbo helps pick it up. Yeah, I hope Paris does well. I hope Mm -hmm. they're not at the bottom three anymore. One can only help. Yeah. All right, now on to the Rocker Major. (sighs) Got to announce. Yeah. Both me and Palmer are going to be there. So if you're going to be there. Come say hi. We're going to make so much content there. It's not even fucking funny. Correct. Correct. And we're just going to have the time of our lives, and we're going to be drinking, for sure. Just <laughs> drinking and gambling, and just a weekend full of content. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm pumped. So, yeah, announcement. There will probably be no podcast that week. Maybe it's... if we can fit it in. I'm not sure. If we can squeeze it in, maybe, but I think it's probably going to be... More just like segmented videos. Yeah. Well, and we'll post all of that. Don't you worry. Girl. Of course. Don't you worry. Come on now. Pretty little head. All right. Don't you worry, baby girl. We got you. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Call me baby girl. That one was for <laughs> sticky feet. All right. <laughs> all right. For the VCT. Valorant. Mm. How talk. we doing? How we doing there? You want to talk about G2? Or do you <sighs> want me to? I, I have some questions, so if you could okay. lead us off, that'd be great. Yeah, so G2 is under fire for exploiting a glitch in the game during competitive play. So what they did is they found a glitch, they found an exploit in this game where on the map Haven, you can see the top of Seasight, which you shouldn't be allowed to do, but that means that you can see who's coming you can knock some heads if you want to. Mm-hmm. And that's not really allowed to exploit the game like that when it's not meant to be there. Yeah. Which that which was said before they played. Like that the VCT said that like we know there's a an exploit just don't don't use it, you know, like Mhm. And they still did and they got a strike for it. I mean, this is the second strike for G2. I was I was going to ask. G2 is one of the teams that got warned for their uh, the coaching scandal, correct? Y- yeah, but not the one who like did callouts. They just said like GG's in the chat or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, I mean, that one was kind of a slap on the wrist. Yeah. This is I 
would argue this has got to be more than a strike. Yeah, I I think it's maybe that's a game that's a game breaking glitch. I know. I don't think anything happened with it though. If they got a kill, if they won that round or something with it, then I get it. Yeah, more, but nothing really happened. So I think like they were just like, hey, don't fucking do that anymore. But they were found out that they were using it. Yeah. So even if they didn't get a kill off of it or anything, like map knowledge is half of that game. Very true. Very true. It's That's true. like playing a round of S and D and being able to know if which they're bomb they're going to. Yeah. Like that's literally what Valorant is. Yeah, so it's all S and D. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's all map knowledge. That's really what it is. So to be also to be warned pre-match that like, hey, we know this is here. We can't fix it before your match. Mm -hmm. Do not use it. Yeah. I mean... That's got to... In my opinion, that's got to be more than a strike. Yeah. They're under fire for it, but I don't... I honestly don't think anything's going to happen solely because, like, the other team isn't really complaining about it too much. If the other sure. team was going, like, off and, like, tweeting yeah. and... This was... Slid very under the radar. Did they win the series? Uh, I don't know, actually. I did not look that up. I would just saw this on Juked. There was a whole, hmm. like, article yeah. about it. I mean, I guess if the other team isn't complaining about it, that either means that the other team was using it too. True. Or, I mean, I don't really know. But I guess if the other team isn't complaining about it, then what the fuck do I know and let them play. Yeah. I mean, like, I get it. Like, they should have gotten a harder opponent. I feel like Valorant doesn't, a lot of esports do not give as hard punishments as they should, like the actual like leagues. Well, I think it's because you can't, especially in Valorant's case, you can't lose a fan base like that. Like G two has a following. Yeah. So if G2 you kick G two out, yeah, like yeah. I mean, maybe there's a not that I like that excuse. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not that I like that excuse for the VCT, but I guess I do get it. You can't, as far as like. Esports are still growing. You still need viewership. Yeah, so you can get away with some things. Not yeah. all, but eh, some things get that uh, you get a little slap on the wrist. Maybe you get down yeah. the map count. Maybe yeah. that's the match you lose. But like, not really anything crazy for doing uh -huh. something like that. But if you did something like that, and Valorant had the viewership of like the mm -hmm. NFL. Yeah. You're fucking out of here, dude. 100%. You're out. Hopefully we're in the yeah. three-strike system, and G2's on two right now. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. That GG was kind of a slap on the wrist as well. It, it is. It is. Yeah. But I still think it should count as a strike, especially because the week before somebody else was, you know, Very in trouble true. for it. So, yeah, we'll have to see what happens here. I mean, yeah, I we'll would follow hate it. to see G2 not be in the league yep. for this or, like, get a harsh punishment for this. But, like, I get it. Like, this is what is good. Something is sus here if this is what's happening every... Like, this has happened twice now with G2. So something yeah. is a little sus. So yeah, we'll I, you know, they now know that they have a strong eye. The VCT has a strong eye on G2 right now. Yeah, they're... Hopefully that's enough to stop them from doing it again. Yeah, we'll see. And we will. on to people who are out of the league, 100 Thieves, we talked about it. They had a chance, but it was very off, yep. like, 
things out of Hundred Thieves control had to happen. Yep. Did not happen. Hundred Thieves is out, and Hiko had something to say about it. He was saying that it's the roster. Roster change did not go the way they wanted. They wanted to. They, he hinted at it. He did not name names, but he said that there was two players that they wanted to pick up. That it became too late. They went to t- two different other teams, and they got their like third and fourth or or mm-hmm. fifth and sixth choice. Yeah, they, they didn't get their first and second choice like they wanted, and it's kind of like, okay, I get that you didn't get your first choice. You want like these are the players you need, but these are still good players. I mean, you've had yeah. your chance with uh Baby J and Eccles. Now you're, now you switch your roster. I get it. Like maybe the chemistry's not there, but still, like, what is going on? What's wrong with the hundred thieves? Yeah, is this the same thing? And I don't know if you saw it. Nade shot was talking on stream, and I saw it on Twitter that mm-hmm. somebody had asked why he didn't pick up two different players, yeah. and he gave a very political answer of like, we thought that these were the two correct players and we picked them. Like you can't foresee how players are going to play together. Is is that the same issue that he was yeah. addressing? Yes. Okay. I think they might be talking that both Hiko and Nashot were probably talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was more of a Hiko probably wanted these players. Nashot was kind of waiting. It became mm-hmm. too late. And then they mm-hmm. picked up these other two that they had their eye yeah. on. And I get it, like, there's there's contracts and there's thinking involved and you don't know how they're going to play with each other. And, like, there's all these different things. And, yeah. yeah, you take in account the players' ideas and who they want, but you can't let the players always choose. Mm-hmm. And I get, like, I just feel bad that 100 Thieves is out. Like, they yeah. really grew this esport in NA, and without them... I don't know how Valorant NA is going to work. I mean, Optic's doing great, so mm-hmm. love to see that. And especially, like, it, I just don't know. Uh, 100 Thieves Valorant was great two years ago. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. What happened? I mean, I will say that, because I agree, 100 Thieves being out does hurt Valorant a little bit. and yeah. um, But they did lose their captain before this season so we yes. do have to look at that in nitro um also this could be great for the vct in a way because they're not out for the whole year they're just out for this section of it um you know they're if i'm not mistaken there is another challengers qualifier that they'll go through in a in a month or two here yeah so there'll be a redemption tour and everybody loves that story um who's oh, been yeah. over there'll, there'll definitely be like a huge like series about it on, on yeah you know what i mean yeah. so as far as and i'm sure people will be like hundred thieves fans will be hungry to watch them play valorant again um i know at least i'm a diehard fan enough where if my team didn't make it i would still tune in next time that they are playing and i know that hundred thieves fans and valorant fans are pretty diehard um my biggest thing is i think at this point we got to see a roster change now right you can't have your captain saying these things about the two players and they clearly know who they are and then 
keep that team together and hope that that chemistry meshes. Like, if I'm those other two players, I'm like, no, well, fuck yeah, my captain. Fuck, yeah. Well, that's what happened with Baby J and Eccles. They're both like, what the fuck? Like, I was so yeah. excited. You dropped yeah. me after one game. Like, what the fuck? Like, we didn't even mesh that. But like, but I get it. Like, Nashot wants to win and he'll do anything to win. So if you're mm-hmm. not performing, you're fucking out. But like, what's gonna? Are you gonna take Kiko out because that they're not performing? I don't know. That was is gonna be my question. Roster change now? Yeah. That was gonna be my question. Is do you think Nadeshot looks at Hiko? Because I don't. If I'm if I'm Nadeshot, I don't love how Hiko's handling this. Does do you think maybe Hiko's got to step down from the captainship? Mm, no, there's no way. Solely because Hiko is he's a he is a great player. Mm-hmm. He's established, and he gets the most views on on Twitch when he mm. when he streams on Valorant. So like. Okay, that can't be forgotten for sure. Yeah, he first and foremost, they got to make money. They yep. spend money on the Valorant team. Hiko makes them money. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, hopefully they find somebody that comes in and I I just I would be absolutely mind-boggled if there wasn't at least some roster change now. Yeah. We'll have but they got see. some time to think about that. Oh, for sure. So we'll see. Well, I, I'm excited to see what happens next. There's probably 100% going to be crazy news coming up. Mm-hmm. Like there always is. So we'll see. True. Uh, number three on our list for Valorant is there's some rumors going around. Mm. Allegedly, there's a team, unknown team, that's refusing to pay its Ukrainian player because he cannot play per his contract. He can't play because Ukraine is under attack. And from what I know about this Ukrainian situation, does he live in the Ukraine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's not allowed to leave Ukraine. Anybody 18 through 65, if you're a male, has to stay in the Ukraine because it's basically their version of a draft. Yeah, I think he might have gotten out in time. I know he was living in Ukraine. The thing okay, is, so if he got out but still can't play... And, and this is all speculation because there's multiple yep. Ukrainian players and we don't know sure. which one and we don't know which team. Yep. So I'm think the one I'm thinking, he might have gotten out of Ukraine before this all happened, mm-hmm. because they were practicing. But I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know who this is. But yeah, they're not paying one of their players because he can't play, and the contract is if you can't play, you don't get paid. Which I get, but like, are you that much of a fucking asshole? Like, do here's you, do you I not completely. See? I completely agree with you, and I want I want this player to obviously get paid. Like, I do wholeheartedly, because obviously shit's happening in his hometown, probably to his family, and I hope yeah. that that's not the case. However, like we've said before, this isn't the NFL. Mm-hmm. This, whatever team this is, we don't even know if it's CSGO or Valorant, like, whatever team this is, yeah. might not logistically have the money to pay a player that can't play because now they have to go find another player they're short a man on their roster so they have to pay that player so as far as like the team goes to stay afloat business wise they logistically might not be able to pay him yeah which i don't want that to happen but you can't let the whole team crumble yeah i i get that and like it's just like they're if they're valorant teams and csgo teams are not that down bad where they have to refuse payment yeah. to a player. I get it. He's not playing. The contract says he has to play for him to get paid. 
Mm-hmm. I get it. But, the, like, think about it as, like, the whole drama with artisan builds or computers or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Where they were like, oh, we're not going to get our ROI, like, on this streamer because she doesn't have – she doesn't even have 5,000 followers collectively on all her social medias. Mm-hmm. And they got flack for it because – I'm sorry that wasn't in the, like – like you just bite the bullet you don't be a fucking asshole and destroy her on stream and be like oh she can't get anything like oh my god no and like celebrate that you don't have to Mm -hmm. pay them this is like they're celebrating that oh there's a war in ukraine he can't play we don't pay like they're just like i don't know if they're celebrating it if they were celebrating it i think we would know well if they were celebrating it though i think we would know which team it is yeah but I, I the, want this guy to get paid. I wholeheartedly do, yeah. and it's a horrible situation. But I also think of it from the business side, and if the contract says if you can't play, you don't get paid, I understand why a business person mm-hmm. would be an asshole about it, because it's a business. I don't yeah. agree with it, but I understand it. I get it, but the, you, you got to think about it like this, though. You're on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. You follow all of these teams. Mm-hmm. What's their fucking profile picture right now? Oh, their logo yep. in the Ukrainian colors. Yep. I support Ukraine. I'm with Ukraine. Fuck Putin. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. I support Ukraine. Everywhere. Every team. Every single team is doing that. Every Valorant team. Every CS:GO team. Every Call of Duty team. Every League team. Every any esport. Fucking Rocket League is doing it. Yeah. All right. But then you're going to go around and do that? Like, come on. Come on. 100%. Like, this is not out of his... Like, it's not... It's out of his control. Like, I get it yeah. if it was like, oh, he's sick. Oh, he can't do this because he broke his hand. Or, like, some... Or, like... But come on, man. This is a global issue happening yeah. right now. He is struggling, and you're going to deny him like that? And he's worked his ass off for you? Because all these players do. 100% guarantee all these pro players work their fucking ass off every single day for their team. And you can't pay them for a little bit? Like, even on the side, like, people pay bench players. Yeah. So no, that is yeah. that is true. I mean, it's... I'm hoping that what is happening is we don't have the full story, and these are rumors, yeah. and like you said, maybe he's getting a stipend on the side as a bench player. Like, these are rumors. We don't know. And so I hope that that's the case because I agree with you. It sounds hypocritical because everybody's saying they support Ukraine. Yeah. I would, like, I don't think it's right. I think this player should be paid. And so I'm just going to say that I hope we don't have the full story and these rumors are getting misled. Because we haven't, I mean, we haven't seen it straight from the player's mouth. No. We haven't seen it from the organization's mouth. It's all rumors right now, yeah. I'm just hoping that it's it's miss, it's miss news at this point. Yeah. And if it is true, horrible business practice, honestly. Like, I get it. Well, that, that team's going to get, I mean, that team's fandom is going to be hurting. So, Destroyed. truly, at the end of the day, business decision-wise, Money-wise, it might be good for the business. As far as viewership and media and likeness, probably not going to be a good decision if it is true. Yeah, and if it is true, like, there's so many different ways they could have gone about it. Like, they could have gone public with it. 
They could have said, like, hey, we're not going to pay him, but here's a GoFundMe for him. Yep. Like, please support him. Could have gotten out in front. Yeah. Could have got out in front of it, but now it's going to leak and leak and leak and leak, and the more things are going to come out, and hopefully they're good things instead of bad things. But if they're bad, this is bad. And you're going to lose more money than you were trying to save. Yep. So, I don't know. I agree. I feel like teams and other, like, companies just need to think more about what they're doing like especially with this like or it, it just sounds like the artesian builds thing where it's like oh she doesn't have enough followers we're not going to give her yeah even though the rules never said oh you need this amount of followers you just had to be an ambassador and she was and it's just like what the? i fuck? think like, it's bite the bullet dude like come on i think it's a the a bigger issue that we're seeing in esports nowadays um we're not in the era of esports. I'm just going to talk on Call of Duty because it's what I know best. Yeah. We're not in the era of all the owners are like Hex and Rambo and Hastro. That's that's not the era we're in anymore. Yeah. And we These see are it in the C- investors and business people. Yeah. Correct. And we see it in the CDL, right? I mean, like Robert Kraft buys into the CDL. He's not helping to grow the CDL. He's hoping that the CDL grows and it was a good business decision. If this was happening to one of his players, I guarantee the management team would say, we got to cut our losses money-wise and we got to move forward. And we're seeing this now with um, you know, the funders overseas, with the Saudi Arabian funders, with the Russian funders. Like, they're money men at the end of the day. They're not esports fans. Yeah, it's like the MLB. They don't give a shit about baseball. That we almost didn't have a baseball season simply because the owners don't care about the game; they care about the money. And I think we're gonna start seeing this issue in esports more and more as it grows. Yeah, it's gonna be insane, and I we'll see. I hope that esports can try and stick to its roots of like we actually care about our players because I think we get into their lives more. Like, I feel like yeah. with NFL and MLB and basketball, like, yeah, you get a glimpse of their life. Yeah, they're on Instagram. Yeah, they do these interviews. But these are people, like, esports people, they're they're live streaming from their house every day. Mm-hmm. They're chilling in their PJs. They're vlogging. They're everything. Like, you know that player way more. And, like, you feel like, like almost like on the same level with them because you know them so well so to see them hurting is gonna hurt esports fans more than it would mlb fans nfl fans Mm -hmm. nba fans yeah and it is why we will always see the hundred thieves the optics even the cloud nines because they have been in esports since day one and they are owned by people who care about esports yeah but we are going, and they will always be on top. They will always be the favorites. Phase as well. Like they will always be the top favorites. However, we are going to start seeing teams that it's a business decision. It's not about esports, and the viewership isn't going to be there for them, but they're still going to be in the league, and we're still going to have to report on because they're there. Yeah. That's going to suck. It is. It'll suck if that happens, but yeah. Hopefully, the- hopefully the optics of the world and the hundred thieves and the cloud nines can offset that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I hope so too. 
we'll just have to see. I'm excited for what the future brings, but at the same time, I'm worried for what, 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 and who exploits esports to the point where it's not the esports we know anymore. Yeah, the yeah. viewers, and yeah, like everyone will be there, and esports will be bigger than it's ever been. Because I know that like esports is only going up from here; it's never mm-hmm. going down. But I'm just worried that it's not going to be the esports we know. But it's the same thing with like the NBA. Like the 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 way the game is being played is a lot different, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people complaining like, "Oh, I hate like that he shoots from the logo and all this stuff. It's not my basketball." And blah 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 yeah. blah. But hey, that's the new generation basketball, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, I will say my one hope, and I think that it is realistic, is that. We're kind of just in a middle phase right now of people are seeing esports as the business decision, so they're throwing money into it. And it's actually helping esports grow, in all honesty. 100%. So what I'm hoping is, once we hit that next generation, A, esports players are being paid a lot more. So a guy like Crim6 could own a Call of Duty team once he retires, but you're also seeing athletes, you're seeing businessmen, like you're seeing the new generation of quote-unquote, you know, rich people actually grew up watching esports. So I actually think we could see it go the opposite way. And after this wave of money men and women come through, we could actually see the money coming from esports fans once again, and it could take a complete 180. That's the way I hope it goes. Yeah, I do too. I agree with you 100%. I hope it goes that way. But yeah, we'll see. Well, speaking of uh, investors and other people joining esports and getting teams. Mm-hmm. The HES in Halo has announced they are opening two new spots in partnership teams for expansion. So they're getting expansion teams already, and it's only been a year. Not even. Yeah. It's been a couple months, and they're already expanding for two new teams. This is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, a, I wonder wholeheartedly... Do you think it has anything to do with, like, two of their teams are not performing at the highest level? No. Like, G- like Space Station and Fnatic are, part, are like, two of their signature teams, and, they're and yet they're not yet. even making some of the cuts. Yeah, I don't think it's that. I think it's the money, because you have to pour money into to be a, a partnership team. That's fair. And I, I think it's wholeheartedly they just want more money, and it would be good for the league to get two new teams. So we'll It'd be see. great. Yeah. I guess it just depends. Ascend. It'll be interesting now to see Ascend. It'll be interesting now to see, is it a team that doesn't have a Halo team already? And I'm simply saying this because, like, version one, they don't have a Halo team, and they tweeted something they, saying, yeah, like, yeah, hey, it looks great in purple. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do we think that it's going to be them? Or do we think it's going to be a team that is in the HCS, coming through the open brackets, kind of like a KC Pioneers type that they'll give it to? It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm very interested in that. I think, I think it'll be a mixture of both. I think there's mm-hmm. two expansion teams. I think one of them is going to be a team that's already there that isn't a partnership team and is doing really well. It prob- I'm, I'm banking on the fact that it's Ascend. And then... Yeah. We might have a version one or a hundred things. Mm-hmm. Both teams have been hinting at Halo. Yeah. But Halo's been down bad lately and they need more maps and they need um 
an upgrade. They need Forge, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. But what's happening now is uh, they have announced that in Season 2, there's going to be two new maps coming to Halo and mm-hmm. King of the Hill. Maybe there's a chance these show up in comp. Not sure. But comp Halo needs more maps, and they need yep. uh, more game modes. So, And King of the Hill used to be a competition game mode so i don't know i agree with the maps i agree with the maps they need more maps i'm not sure that they need another game mode you don't think because well when you're only okay you have four game modes Mm -hmm. and you're only like a lot of the series are only three games yeah so you're not even playing one of the game modes every series i don't know that that not that it would hurt it but i don't necessarily know that it's needed oh I think on the fact of just listening to what the players have been saying, mm. they they think there's too much. Well, a couple of them. I don't know. I'm not speaking for all players, but yeah, a couple of them have said that they think there's too much Slayer. Okay, I'm so, fair. So to break up, I think this would be good to break up the Slayer. Okay, I could see yeah. that. And if the Halo players are asking for it, I didn't know that. So if the Halo players are asking for it, then yeah, then I would say it is needed. So mm. I retract that. <laughs> yeah to, but yeah and then on top of that two new maps hopefully they're good if they suck yeah that's gonna be annoying but it seems like they're running into the same problem call of duty is they don't have maps they don't have game modes they and it's just it's the same shit different toilet at this point like it's you need to it like, seems to be call of duty, not following call of duty it seems to be the first person shooter issue i mean i will say their maps aren't halo's maps aren't horrible I think that the the struggle with Halo right now is that there's such a difference between like big team battle and competitive. Yeah. The maps are so different that you know, like in Call of Duty's case, they were just making stupidly big maps for no reason. Like Modern Warfare, why the hell were the maps so big? Yeah. And then you were making them play in comp. Um I just think Halo's not focusing on the right game modes. Hopefully they like these two maps are based for competitive and they end up being good yeah i hope so too i think it, it's a step in the right direction but they need forge forge needs to come fu- port it from every yeah. other halo game there is just get forge in the game so that you can get the viewership you need you can get those cool random maps where they race or do whatever that mm-hmm. twitch viewers will actually watch because they're down bad right now. Like, they, there's not even, like... They barely get 1K viewership when there isn't a tournament. They came in so hot. They dropped... Yeah. They and dropped a free multiplayer with ranked. It was great. Then they said, hey, campaign's coming soon. Fantastic. We'll wait for it. We'll play yeah. multiplayer. Then they dropped campaign, but they left out the one key thing that Halo campaigns always, always had, and that's co-op abilities. Mm-hmm. Then they say Forge is coming. Season 2 is coming in 90 days. It's that was late. Season 2. I don't know about Forge. It's like they yeah. started off so hot, especially right when Call of Duty was down. They came in with the sucker punch. They said, Halo's back, baby. And now they've just like jumped off the cliff. Yeah, no, they, they work so hard up until this point. Halo's fucking back. And then they're like, uh, well, Halo's back. Yeah, whatever. They, th- But like the, the anti-cheat. There needs to be an anti-cheat. This is yep. r- a ridiculous at this point of 
why isn't there an anti-cheat in Halo already? Like, it's a mm-hmm. free-to-play game. You should have known this from the jump. Learn from all the other games. Why didn't you think about this? Yeah. Second, like, come on. Like, there's been so many different Halos that have had all the things we're asking for on launch day. And yep. you're not going to give it to us? I get it. I get it. You wanted multiplayer to come out, but you have delayed this game for so long. I would have delayed it even more. Yeah. If you've delayed this game That's for the, so yeah. long. That's and, the thing is like, it seems like they jumped in and they weren't ready. Yeah. They came in with such gusto and we were like, oh my gosh, it was a surprise release. They said it was going to be delayed, but they released it. And everybody was like, oh, that's so sweet. They like finished it early. And now everybody's starting to think like, oh no, they realized they had to release it and they panicked and they weren't ready for this. No, I would have definitely like, I hate when games are like, oh, it's getting delayed, but I'd rather have a delayed game than an unfinished game. Always. 100%. Always. We were playing Halo all of the time. And then as soon as Vanguard rank came out, I have not touched Halo. I mean, what uh, what was the game um, that Keanu Reeves was in? It was the PC game that, like... Oh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. That is the perfect yeah. example. If that thing would have been delayed, mm-hmm. people would have been sad about it, but they would have been like, oh, well, I'm still pumped for it. Yeah. The problem is they released it. They delayed it. Everybody was like, okay, we're still pumped for it. It looks great. They released it. It was buggy as shit. And they said, okay, well, we have to come back. So people bought the game, put it on the shelf... And then Cyberpunk comes back and says, well, we fixed it. And they're like, nah, I've already moved on. Yeah. You had me hyped. Like, you had my attention. And attention in video games is an important thing because it lasts for just a little while. Yep. So it's better to keep people waiting and keep their attention and keep their mind like, oh my gosh, it could be great. It will be great. But once you drop it and it's not great, you've already lost them. Fixing yeah. it doesn't doesn't really help. You've yeah. already lost them. Which I think, I mean, even if they put Forge in, if they fix all of the things that are wrong with Halo right now, it's going to take a lot to get the attention back on Halo. Yeah. And maybe that's good that there's, a, a, like, an eSport out of it. That might be helping here. But, like, it's like, come on, man. Like, you've made so many of these games. Microsoft yeah. do better. 343 do better. Like, come on. People are already mad at 343 for not being Bungie. So just, 100%. like, figure, like, don't sell yourself short. Don't, like, like, you have to work hard to get people's attention. You have to work hard to show that you're better than Bungie. And you failed horrifically. Correct. Once Correct. again. Like, what is, what? What yeah. needs to happen for you to get that through your head? But on top of We've been that, asking that question a lot, honestly. Oh, yeah. Jesus, esports. Come on, man. We love you, but god damn it. But on other news, another thing we can be mad at 3434 is Snipedown was early early Halo before it came out. Snipedown, who is on the Phase Halo team, was offered a a position to provide early feedback for the game he was interviewed multiple times they really wanted him they wanted him to do it they last minute said oh hey we're not going to pay you to work on this game though and he immediately was like well fuck you why are you wasting my time like i'm not going to do this 
just to help your Halo game. I don't give a fuck. There's Apex. Goodbye. Like, and it's just like, who does Halo think they are, dude? Like, that's disrespectful. I mean, this is, it's kind of similar to back in the day when Rambo was playing Call of Duty. I believe it was on Advanced Warfare. He left Call of Duty and became a developer. Yeah. Um, and really helped Call of Duty be a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, a gr- especially at a point where they were kind of switching it up, and it was great. So I love that Halo wanted Snipedown to be in a position to help, but to say it's unpaid is disrespectful, and I don't get it, because 343 has the money. Microsoft has the money. It's yeah. literally just uh, it's a slap in the face. Yeah, you're basically saying you don't give a shit about esports players or pros, and you don't give a shit about esports. If you're doing shit like that, if you are not paying a pro player who yeah. have helped your game, what what is the point of even interviewing? Why are you it doesn't make to sense. Get unpaid. You you can get a 14 year old to tell you how to do Halo, and it'll suck. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what the thinking here was or anything but hopefully it wasn't hcs and hopefully it was just like 343 being an idiot if it was early on i'm gonna assume it was 343 being an idiot yeah because if it was hcs i feel like snipe down wouldn't be promoting hcs as much as he is oh because like you said there's apex and the dude's good at apex Mm -hmm. so if it was an hcs thing i would argue to say he wouldn't even be playing competitive halo he'd be playing competitive something else true the I dude's mean, good enough. I mean, he is. And he's on FaZe. Yeah. Like, he could go play any game for FaZe. Which he does. He plays Apex exactly. all the time. Yeah. 100%. The yeah. dude would have done done just fine. So I I could cannot believe that it's an HCS. It has to be a 343 issue. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't think, they were like, oh, yeah, we're not going to pay you. You're going to help us out with our game, right? Like, you're going to do us this favor, right? You love Halo so much. You're going to help us out, right? Fuck you. Like, Which even up front, if they would have been like, hey, we need a favor from you. We can't pay you to do this, but we really want your opinion. That might be a different thing. But from what it sounds like, they offered they, yeah, Snipe they down waited. this position, made it sound like he was going to get paid for it, and be like, oh, by the way, you're not getting paid. So just even the way they went about it sounds scummy as shit. Yeah, no, it's super scummy. I fucking hate it. Good on Snipe down for rejecting it, because that is yeah. fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But next on the list, we have... so. I wanted to talk about this solely because the last time this happened, Halo had more views than Call significant like Valorant, Halo, and Call of Duty were all at the same time, and yep. Valorant and Halo were kind of duking it out, and Call of Duty was like had zero views. Mm-hmm. But that was during qualifiers. Now we have a land major versus land major. We have the Rocker Minnesota major versus the KCP. Mm-hmm major and i'm trying to figure out who's gonna have more viewers here a hot take i think it's gonna be halo simply because halo's on twitch you're right you're so right so many people roam twitch to be like oh what's on nobody roams the live section of youtube no you have to be a call of duty fan to find there they is no know, live they, section of YouTube. Exactly. They yeah. know which streamers are streaming on YouTube, and they know their schedule, and they go to watch those specific things. Yeah. That's why Call of Duty... Like, Halo, however, they have a Halo, a Halo Red, a Halo Blue, a Halo C channel. Yeah. They have a bunch of um, 
Like they have people who are set to do watch parties. However, I don't know because like and last drops. last They've they have drops. Yeah. Last land it was Maniac that was doing them, but I don't. I doubt Maniac will be at the Minnesota one actually because he probably just went because it was the uh, Texas one. Yeah. But I think simply because it's Twitch, they're gonna have more views. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, their drops are better. Another thing I wanted to talk about that I completely forgot about with Call of Duty. Call of Duty had drops for watching the Major. You got you got to have this uh, camo for your gun that they've been promoting for the entire month, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get the skin when you finish watching for the allotted time. Because it's not ready yet. It doesn't come uh-huh. out until March 30th. You don't get this fucking skin until March 30th. Are you You don't get the skin until the next major? You Bro. have to laugh at this point, right? Like you have to laugh at how bad this is. <laughs> like come it's on. It's a joke. First the first the CDL skins were bad enough. You didn't let any a team who's paying so much money not do it. Yeah. And then you're gonna do, you're gonna turn around and do this shit, and the camo's not even that good. It snakes when it should have been a green fucking wall because it's the optic major. It's just, mm. it's dumb. Yeah. All right, I I did my little rant on the rocker. I love it. I Kansas love it. City major. <laughs> there's there's a couple soapbox moments in in every podcast. Oh yeah, there is. Has we, to be. Yeah. I love our soapbox. Mine, mine was censor. Like <laughs> I, I came in with heat. I was pissed. You, you did, you did, and I loved it. Because I've been thinking all day. I'm like, I'm going to make a TikTok on this because this is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. And then I sit down and read the script, and I'm like, well, it's coming out. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing. I've been, I've been stewing in this all day. I've been texting <laughs> all my friends. I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And all my cod buddies are like, yeah, that was a hot take. Anyways, mm-hmm. I won't go back on the soapbox. All right, all right. So next is Doc and Twitch. So Doctor Disrespect's birthday is today. Happy birthday! Doc. Yes. Happy birthday, happy, Lucid. Happy birthday. Ha- happy birthday, Warzone. Happy birthday. Well, happy birthday, Bad Bunny. There's a lot of birthdays today. I'll wish everybody a happy birthday, other than Warzone. It ruined Cod, and I don't want to talk about it. Oh, soapbox moment. No, I think any. <laughs> I think anybody who sits here and acts like Warzone doesn't didn't change multiplayer Call of Duty is oh it kidding themselves has. it 100 it affected it it affected it and i yeah. i'm not a warzone fan so i don't like how it affected it however it grew call of duty into a new thing mm-hmm. as far as content goes so i also respect it for that i'm just petty against warzone we can move on all right <laughs> all right well back to doc it's doc's birthday today and he got mm-hmm. a little birthday gift uh they have officially stopped their beef doc and twitch no more beef. The legal issues have been finalized. Both parties have said there is no fault of either one of them. So I think they were fighting to the end, and Twitch just kind of paid it off because they're done fighting this. That's my theory is that Twitch just paid him off and was like, all right, we're yeah. not going to talk about it. We're not putting this out in the public. Here's the money that we owe you. I mean, the most interesting part is we still don't know what the fuck this was about. No, this is what annoys me so much is that it was so public. It was so crazy. Doc leaves Twitch. He goes to YouTube. Nobody knows why. Why this? Why that? Why terms of service this? What is going on here? And he was in a bathroom two years ago and he got whatever. 
what happened? Did they just not want to pay him? And just like I, there are so to... many speculations. Yeah, I don't. And know. Uh, who knows? I don't think we ever will find out. Um, I think that that's probably why they closed it was I can't imagine that there was a legal deal that both of Doc and Twitch signed that didn't have somewhere in there that said, hey, we're going to resolve this right now and we cannot speak about what the fuck just happened for the past two and a half years. Which I get, but at the same time, the fact that Doc is being so secretive about it makes me wonder. It's serious business. Yeah, it makes me wonder what what could have happened like yeah did he do something that he didn't realize which mm. kicks him off he fights it finds out in court and he's like "Ooh, i fucked up let's not talk about that yeah could be like there there's two different scenarios here 100 like, percent. It, it could be doc's fault could be twitch's fault could be no one's fault like but we don't know so we have to speculate and make these damn rumors that i'm making right now that doc did something i mean listen it's over and done with. Yeah. I will say my favorite part, this this is why I love the internet. We just called the two-year-long legal battle beef. We said the beef between <laughs> Doc and Twitch, the two-year-long legal battle. Yep. I love the internet. Yeah. It the was, fuck? <laughs> I mean, it kind of was beef. Though. But it, no, no, 100% it was. <laughs> That's what's amazing about it. Yeah. I, I hope... That there was a lawyer somewhere that said, let's just settle this beef. Let's settle mm-hmm. the beef. We're done. I hope that was in the litigation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And it's just, it's funny that it came out on his birthday. That was really great. That's awesome. Good to for Doc. To be finally done with it. I think for him to post that on Twitter means he he got paid. I mean, that was the only reason he went into this legal battle in the first place is because he had a contract and he should have gotten paid. But he got terminated instead so that they didn't have to pay him. So, I bet it was probably really boring, and that's the reason they don't want to say anything, Mm -hmm. too. It's either super juicy, and they don't want to say shit, or it's just super boring, and nobody cares. Like, 100%. It's, oh, there's too many avenues to go down with this. It's true. Oh, people have been doing it for a while now. Like, people have been committed to these rumors. Oh, no, when it happened, because it was during COVID, too, so when it happened... People yep. were like, I remember all my friends on Discord. We were, we had a whole Discord chat, just finding every little piece of information about Doc, his last Twitch stream he said, or like this, or like, oh, he said it like this, but he didn't say that like that. Like, we were trying, to, we were going off on tangents with all the little yep. clues that were probably not even clues at all. And it's just like, that. it was a fun time. It was something to do because COVID sucked. So. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Twitch, for letting me do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's it. Yeah. I had one thing I was gonna bring up, but oh. uh, I'm gonna wait till next week. I'm gonna wait till oh. next week. Okay. It's not going it. anywhere. You want you want a little te- tease about it? If it, I it's just it's, tell the audience listen, that they should tune in next week for. for we might this. be dipping our toe into a little League of Legends talk. That's all Ooh. I'll say. Ooh, League! Oh. I know. I know. A new horizon for us, possibly. We'll see. Ha! Very nice, very nice. All right. Well, that's it for this week in esports. Hope you enjoyed, and if you enjoyed this week, this week's episode, be sure to follow us on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Keep up with the latest news with us. Special thanks to everyone who tuned in the chat. Thank you so much, Keto. You're always the best. And uh, we'll see you next week.
in this week in esports. Bye, guys. Peace, y'all.